Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 268. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yes, hello. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. Andy, we've got some good stuff to get into. Uh, first things first, Elon Musk, it looks like he is going to buy Twitter after all. Right, yeah. This did happen or agreed to be happened. I don't know. One of those things where it's going to take a long time for them yeah. to you know, figure out the, like, how do we cut a check that big? I don't know. Never seen <laughs> yeah. and, all of that. Yeah, the mechanics of it. It's like you're gonna, you have to give every shareholder the money now and they don't have a choice. It's yeah. like, I don't know how that works at all. There can't be like one guy be like, I refuse. I won't sell it. Yeah, it's like the car, like the weird house by uh, like the airport. And they're like, I'm not selling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't it works know. that way. I don't think they have a choice. No. But um, it has been entertaining. Um, a lot of news outlets are very upset and calling it the worst thing that's ever happened and the end of society. And it's like he's talking about uh, allowing people to see the algorithm and all of that. Most people are just like, if he lets Trump back on, I swear to God. It's like, why is that so hard? Like horrible to understand if he did. And I understand he said he's not coming. I think he has his own platform now yeah. anyways. Well, I mean, that's the hilarious part of it is, yeah, he made his own platform, but from what I could see is he's never used it. <laughs> we, I mean, so. I guess he probably did use Twitter, but it's like you, most oh, of these yeah. people don't use it. They have some other person. No, hey, he, say this really quick. Yeah. But, yeah. He's, he he's one. Does. He's someone who definitely did. Um, but yeah. I don't but know. Would, would he do it? He said. He said no. He wouldn't come back. Which is like, yeah, we'll see. I don't it, know. I, it, I don't know if I think it's helped him that he's not on. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's not. He's not making spelled spelling errors all the time or anything. So it's gone though. It's like when whenever a president is elected that you don't agree with, and all those people are like, oh, I'm moving to Canada. We're seeing mm-hmm. a lot of people saying like, I'm leaving the platform now, and like he's talking about free speech. Like it's it's. It's gone out the window, Andy. People are horrified of words. Well, no one, no one knows what it's actually going to be, but, um, yeah. I mean, if he, if he's really like, oh, free speech, anything can happen. Um, it will get shitty. That's kind of what happens. Is then you just get like bombarded with weird, terrible stuff. Isn't that what it um, is now? So we have to have no. I mean, we have to have some like fantasy that everything is good, and I don't know. I mean, if you've been to places on the internet that truly are free, you don't want to you don't want to go any further. So it's like you want like a, a happy medium of like, yeah, it's pretty cool. You could say whatever you want, but you're not getting into just the weirdest people ever. You kind of want them off in their own thing. So I don't know. I think there's we'll probably avenues you can go down that get re- weird, but I don't think it's just going to like the blob just like take hold of it i don't know i don't use twitter really to begin with i look it up for news about iphones and if there's like a random earthquake near me i want that's where you get your news fastest yeah it's a, it's a good news source i mean for a lot of different things it's obviously they're not the source they're literally just a platform but like we just talked about basketball in the last podcast like adrian wardrowski exists because of twitter because that's his thing is getting it to you faster than anyone possibly can um, he's tweeted about the thing that happened before there's a news story and there, there's a value in that. And when you're talking about real emergencies, not like Ben Simmons, not playing, but like, yeah, earthquake, um, there's value in that. But, um, 
I think that's will still be fine. He's, he hasn't said I'm going to take down news about earthquakes. So no, but uh, will he take down a bad review of a Tesla? I, don't I know, doubt maybe, it. Maybe <laughs> I don't think he cares. Um, also, and I have to, this is the last thing, then we're going to move on. But um, I was listening to a podcast earlier. I guess he tweeted, Elon Musk tweeted a photo. They now have a pregnant man emoji on Apple phones. I don't know about your phone or how it works. Um, I've never used an emoji in my entire life. Neither so. have I. Um, cannot, cannot confirm. Well, I have, but like. They've been whenever. used on me and I didn't consent. So, yeah. Uh, but so he posted a photo of that side by side with a photo of Bill Gates with like a gut. And I guess the story goes, Bill Gates reached out to him and said, uh, you want to get into philanthropy with the whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, uh, why are you shorting my Tesla stock? And he's like, we're talking about philanthropy. And he just sh- shut it down. It's like, I like that. I don't like Bill Gates. I think he's got too many things going on that, like he, he shouldn't be that powerful. And uh, of course, every moron's going to be like, well, Elon Musk is that powerful. And it's like, no, he's not. Um, Bill Gates owns like 90% of the farmland in America or something. Um, I don't think that's true. But It's a lot of farmland. And I so mean, Bill Gates Bill makes Gates computers. He shouldn't own any farmland. He's not a farmer. He, he has less. Well, he doesn't do anything now. He's a retired person. He, he's less wealthy than Musk now because he's given away most of his money. But yeah, um, if he didn't do that, he'd be still like owner of the world. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I like, I like Microsoft Excel much more than rockets and the hell is rockets like SpaceX. Oh, I'm saying I like what Bill Gates has given to the world. I thought you were talking about another like um, Excel platform. No, no. <laughs> so put um, me in the Bill Gates camp. I like, I know um, you do. You're, you you most... love to audit and you love yeah. to keep records. Um, but, I don't know. I'd much rather have Elon Musk going forward. Yeah, he, Bill Gates gave us record keeping and shitty computers, uh, but um, Elon Musk is working on solving tangible problems like traffic. I think sending um, us to other planets because we're going to overpopulate this. Microsoft one. Office has been way more transformative in the world than um, electric cars. All right. Also, but, has Elon Musk's CFO bought the Clippers yet? I don't think so. Oh, Andy. I'm they might own also. something. We don't yeah. know. I don't think he even has a CFO that he's brought up or anything. Who knows? He likes Just being himself. in the shadows. Yeah. I'm saying but, he has no Steve Ballmer. Who's the Steve Ballmer to Elon Musk? He doesn't Andy, have very one. few people can live up to Steve Ballmer. Yeah, he's the best, best local, friend local anyone could ever have. Yeah. Him and Hank Mardukas. Uh. But yeah, I imagine there'll be more news on on that Twitter takeover and uh, people losing their minds because you know someone they don't agree with now you know, owns something that they have. Okay, tell us about Netflix. They're crumbling. No, it's a little bit of an overreaction, but uh, they did uh, put out their subscriber numbers and they lost subscribers for the first time ever over a quarter. Um, now, a big part of that was. Uh, due to Russia, and that <laughs> there are no, there's no more Netflix in Russia, so they lost. How many subscribers could they possibly have? Well, in Russia? It was like half a million or something. So, like okay, without that's not that, a whole lot. No, but without that, they would have still gained subscribers. But they were staying, saying it was still way below 
um, expectations. So the way the stock market works is you set expectations, and now that's what your stock is is pegged to. And if you beat expectations, then it goes up. And if you you know don't, it goes down. That's kind of how it works. Even why do they just a, get you know tricky with it like most companies would do, and then change it to like, well, that's our you know secondary company called Webflix. Yeah, get more. And then have it in Russia under Webflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, have a Russian subsidiary. I'm just saying every company is greasy like yeah. that. So it's hard. I think it's hard to do that in in Russia because Putin will just take 100 percent of your profits and be like, "Thank you." Um, but yeah, so their stock went down. I think 20 percent or so. So there's been a huge uh, reevaluation of Netflix as a company and what it's doing. We've we've talked about our dislikes of the service over the over the years and. Um, I think part of the problem is I led the revolution of canceling Netflix over and over and then just bringing it back when you want to watch something. Yeah, look at you. Uh, because they have actually said that's kind of been a problem is people are unsubscribing uh, and then coming back. And so, I mean, that's that's what I do. I'm going to I already canceled it for April 30th. So I'm going to watch the last couple things I want to watch and then I'll be done with it maybe for a few months and come back. I, there's probably going to be a few things get released. It's not not enough, but. Um, they're certainly not going to die. They still have more subscribers to Netflix than any other service by far. Um, like it's not even close compared to HBO. And then you compare it to like something like Peacock or Paramount. It's like, it's a joke. It's not even close there. Netflix is kind of synonymous with the technology. Well, they've they been have, in the game that, the longest too. Yeah. They have that brand. I feel like people will be people who always just keep it because that's just the thing you have. And, um, the company does need to make some changes, I think, but it was, I think it was a big overreaction, but uh, they did already announce one change. Uh, they are going to add an a ad-supported tier, a cheaper. Um, they're the, why didn't they do that a long time ago? They're the only ones in the game, so that's the problem. They were, they were the first to market, and they basically thought everything that we do is perfect, everyone else sucks. Um, but when you have to look at the rest of the market and say, okay, well, everyone has done this now. Um, Disney Plus says they're doing it. They haven't done it yet, but they will be doing it. HBO has a $10 tier. Um, Peacock has a cheaper tier. Uh, Hulu does as well. Just They're all doing it. That's just how it works. You just have to do it. You got to give people that option because uh, some people will willingly sit through ads to save a couple bucks. I won't, but um, the other thing that they lost on, everyone else does it differently and they just refuse to make changes is the um, their release model. They put everything out at once and it became this cute term of binging a show and they're like, we're so cool. You don't have to wait week to week. You just watch it all at, at once. Um, but every other service has come out and had alternative ways of releasing their shows. So Disney Plus has like made like four shows in their entire existence, but they only put them out every once a week. So it seems like you're getting more. It's a little trick and it, and it works. Um, well, it keeps you intrigued and engaged yeah. for multiple weeks versus three afternoons and it inspires discussion on the internet exactly. might not think that matters but it's it's organic marketing uh so stuff like uh moon night on on disney plus you have some people on youtube do a recap show for something but who's gonna do a recap show of something that's already out of existence in one day um but you've seen like hbo max so the stuff that goes to hbo max only not the hbo channel I don't uh, they, get the, do people have one or the other still. There are people who just have the TV network because they don't know how to work the Internet. So mm. um, 
Because that's always weird to me when I yeah. see that. It's like, what does that mean? It just means it's not going to be on the HBO channel, but it's made by the HBO people, I guess. Okay. Um, so yeah, it'll never air, but it sometimes does air on HBO channels, like after the fact. Um, but all those shows come but also, out. Like, who even watches the channels? Like, I never even bother looking what's on the channel. I this weekend, I was at my parents' house, and on their DVR, my dad recorded real time with Bill Maher, and I like yelled at him. I was like, just turn the app on, like watch it. Every he's like, I want to watch this episode. This guy was on it. I'm like, just you turn the app. It's there. Yeah, if that's what you know, I guess I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but the, those HBO Max shows, they seem to come out two at a time. So it still takes a month to get the whole show out, but it's. But it's still quicker. like a treat. Ooh, we got yeah. two. There's a yeah. whole other episode. And and here's the thing. If you really like binging, you could just wait until it's all out and then binge well, That's it. what you do. Yeah, usually. Freak, you're time. still waiting on some shows that have been out for like four sure. years. Like Succession. I'm like, I don't If I get hooked to Succession, I don't want to wait three years in between seasons. So I'll just wait for the entire show to be finished. <laughs> I guess uh, it works. I don't know. And then you're subscribed to HBO the entire time. That's how they get you. Cause you're like someday I will watch it. Yeah. Um, that's, we never cancel HBO. We've always had that. Yeah. That's the one I always keep and Netflix. I go in and out of, um, but yeah, I think they just, they got, they got arrogant, um, but there's still a chance. They still from time to time put out things that are good and interesting. Of course, there's a lot of shit that you have to get through a lot. Um, but they've said they are going to try to pair back on the shit. But um, they also have they're a at very... that point where they have enough content where they should f- stop continuing to make, you know, 500 things a month and focus on making 17 good things a year. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. need 41 things coming out in a month. No one's going to watch all of that. And if they do, no one it's not worth talking about. Even if you can watch all of it in an afternoon, then you're done. You're like, ah. That wasn't that killed six hours time to go to bed versus yeah. like, oh, my God, that was amazing. Like, what what would you rather have for a reaction from the person? Yeah, but it does seem like they are willing to make some changes, including uh, I did see they're changing the way Stranger Things is coming out. So uh, whatever you think about Stranger Things, it is a hit for them. People care about it. That's not it, come out yet. So season four is coming out uh, next month. Man, what they are doing came out like a long time ago. <laughs> well, yeah, like season three came out like three no, years ago. No, no, I, I saw like a, a thing season, for season yeah. four. So season I'm over four, it. I don't care anymore. Yeah, uh, it got too weird. Well, it's just creepy that it's like been like one year in the show, but it's been 14 yeah. years and they're got <laughs> they're still playing God, like yeah. 11 year old kids. Yeah, um, but they're doing part one of that in May and part two in July. So it's at least going to be out there in the universe a little longer than one weekend. The last time it came out, like it was like people talked about it for a day and then it was over. Yeah. Um, so now at least maybe you get two days. Uh, so that's, that's something that's progress, but I guess, um, yeah, I had talked about that last year with the, um, midnight mass, how that show would have been perfect for a weekly release because every episode ended with like, another question being asked and uh, you could have had all kinds of people talking about online and had people on the internet uh, making videos of like, here's what I think this means. And like that shit works. It drives people to shows. And um, or like uh, I remember last year, the uh, mayor of East town, a lot of people came to that show after like three weeks because yeah. they heard other people talking about it. 
Um, but like no one don't, it seems like if you're not into the Netflix show, it's over. Like if there's that like Bridgerton show, it's like no one's still talking about it anymore. It's just like, it's over. If you weren't into it, you're never getting into it now. So, um, and really quick, I have to say this whenever I do try and find like a clip, I hate YouTube. Uh, but I'll go there when I try to find a specific clip of something. And whenever something's huge, you can't find it. All you can find is the screenshot of the image you're looking for. But then some nerd, <laughs> here's my take on this uh, specific thing. And I can care less what this guy has to say. I want to watch the clip. The clip doesn't even exist in what his video is. That is garbage. Yeah. That happened to me when I was looking up the, you saw Danny Elfman at Coachella. Yeah. And so like they had some of that stuff on YouTube and I was watching it. And then there was the next one. It's like, oh, here's the next song. And you click on it. Major it, fake out. Yeah. And it's just a, it's just like the actual like recorded song. But the thumbnail was the live yeah. performance. You're like, you, you I mean, all the while shit. you're all dressed up with nowhere to go. Yeah. Uh, I was like, you said the Spider-Man thing was going to play. And now it's just from the movie. I wanted to see him play it live. Yeah. So important. Those people need to be taken off the web because that's false advertising. Like have a screenshot of your little zitted up face in your basement. Don't have the screenshot of the thing that people want to watch. Isn't that just free speech, though? It's false advertising, Andy. (laughs) Which is free speech, isn't it? I guess. I don't know. It better not count. If you click (laughs) on it and then like fast forward 20 seconds in looking for the actual video and then be gone. I don't want that counting as a a clip like a count. I think it does, but they don't care. They care more about how long you're there, Mm. you know, and that's why I hate YouTube. It's just full of that garbage. Like every person. Mm -hmm. It sells. I mean, it's cynical, but it sells. Not to me. Yeah. All right, keep going. Uh, that was a quick aside. Okay. That wasn't well, so quick. I think it's anything else on Netflix. I think uh, we covered it. Okay. Um, I don't think it's going to go out of business anytime soon. They actually were profitable for the first time last year. So. Very good. Um, I do have some kind of Disney Plus kind of Netflix move uh, news uh, to you know, parlay off of that. Will Smith cleared uh, some scheduling. His, his schedule keeps getting more and more yeah. clear. Uh, Disney delayed the Nat Geo doc that he was supposed to narrate and Bright 2 was canceled by Netflix. Mm-hmm. So slap hurt around the world is uh, having some... Uh, but there's there's a win for Netflix, Netflix because... Save um, some money. No, Netflix has a new nature documentary narrated by a very famous black man and they didn't have to cancel that. Oh, Obama, and right? It is very... It is good. I watched... And it's like, this is the weirdest idea ever, but... I prefer good, Morgan Freeman. It's a good nature documentary. <laughs> I thought it was about the parks. Is it about the parks or? It's like, about like the national parks. It's not American national parks. It's world national parks, which I didn't know existed. But I guess what does that do. even mean? It's real. There are national parks around the world. Um, they said they were so inspired. Like, like the Great Amazon Barrier Reef and shit like that. Yeah. They make they set up national parks and they're protected and everything. But hmm. um, Roosevelt really got around. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> The, the first episode does have a little bit of Yellowstone in it, but uh, I didn't see Costner. He wasn't there. Dang it. But no, that's that's another example of Netflix still has some decent things sometimes. That seems like one of the weirdest ideas ever. Um, I know they think they gave Obama like a bunch of money to do a bunch of different shows or something. And it's like, all right, but I guess like 
if you're Obama, why why wouldn't you want to do that? Like I got, I still got thirty years or whatever in my They're life. They're probably giving him a hundred million dollars. They gave him a lot of money to his production company. So um, Disney must have done the same thing for uh, Will Smith's uh, terribly named studio Westbrook. Did you do you remember that? No. Uh, Will Smith's production company is called Westbrook Studios. Oh boy, that's unfortunate. Those are like the two most unpopular people in the world now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, tell us uh, Warner Brothers updates, including um, CNN is uh, shutting down, shutting off the lights after a month. Well, CNN Plus, CN, the CNN channel is still alive, but the, the CNN Plus service that they just launched is going to be closed at the end of this month. Um, I don't know what that means for the shows, if they're going to go on somewhere else or everyone's fired. I don't think everyone's going to be fired because some of these people were doing double duty where it's like, all right, Wolf Blitzer, you're going to anchor the news at five o'clock. And then you are going to make cakes at seven o'clock for the streaming service. And we're like, why? 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 Um, so I think Wolf, Wolf Blitzer still has a job. But uh, the new the new team here is making changes. The Warner Discovery new leadership uh, wants to probably make good changes. It seems good to me. The other thing they announced today is they are canceling all scripted shows on TNT and TBS. So uh, those those networks are part of the greater warner brothers company um they're mostly known for not scripted shows but for like the nba on tnt or um con air reruns reruns of seinfeld i don't even know if they're still on there i think they actually but tbs back in my day was just like every sitcom from the 90s on repeat yeah Um, got your home improvements yeah all that good stuff say by the bell probably yeah like i never watched king of queens live once but like tbs rerun sure yeah I'll put it on. And then they get you pissed because it's Atlanta-based, and they have like, come to CC's Pizza. Everything's yeah. five bucks. Eat until you throw up. I want to go to CC's Pizza's. Where's one? You can't fucking come. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bullshit. I don't think we missed that much, but... I'm sure we didn't, but you see $5, and you're, you know, 11 years old. It's like, I could talk my mom into take me there. Yeah. What? Uh, you got to drive to Atlanta to go to that. Yeah. So, well, um, it it's a blessing because I've seen the trailers for these things like that. There's a fat or a grocery store sitcom, if you will. Um, God t- knows whatever else. You're talking about the TNT TBS stuff. Yeah, it's like so, that needed to happen. About ten years ago, TBS was heavily into Tyler Perry. He had like five shows on the network. Yeah, that was when um, I would turn off the channel. Yeah, but then they went to they shifted over to like. Everyone that used to work for The Daily Show got a show. Um, I think those are mostly gone. I think they only there's only five shows that they have. So on TNT, there are two shows, uh, one that's ending this year, and then Snowpiercer, which is based on a movie and is automatically on HBO Max anyways. So it never made sense to have all these channels to put shows on and then have your streaming service. Um, just why don't you just put everything on the thing people are paying for? Yeah. Uh, so it seems like that's what they're doing. So um like tbs has the show the last og with tracy morgan that i think is it's a really good show it's a good nice little sitcom um that's on hbo max as well already so it's like you don't need to put that on tbs um maybe they'll bring back uh, do you remember i think it was dinner in a movie remember that was their show oh, that was awesome where they do a cooking segment yeah, they teach you how to cook movie? and yeah. they'd watch a movie bring it back what else are we gonna put on tnt just bring up bring back the old episodes yeah from the 1990s. Um, 
yeah, but I, I don't know. I think it's it's a good sign. I, I want everything to be dead. I want all the TV channels to be dead. Um, just move move TNT's sports stuff on HBO Max. Wouldn't that be so much easier? You just log yeah. in HBO Max, and then you got Charles Barkley right there, and you just put the game on. It doesn't make a difference to me. Because uh, you, but you're already paying for the TV. But if all TV was gone, you wouldn't have to pay for TV anymore. Yeah, but then you're going to be pay- you're going to be spending the money either way. They're going to yeah. it's not going to save you know stay fifteen dollars. Maybe, for maybe, They're not even close. Yeah, I don't know, but I want it to happen. It's a pipe dream, Andy. Mm-hmm. Never going to happen. At my America, yeah. me and Elon Musk are going to buy Warner Brothers together. Yeah, make this happen. <laughs> so one of those moves where you're like, why don't we? Both put our money into uh, <laughs> one pile and we'll split it. Yeah. I'm sure that'll happen, Andy. Uh, let's talk about Kareem and Jerry West. They're pissed. Yeah, and uh, not not surprising. Um, the HBO Lakers show, which is fun, but not all that accurate. Um, I was wondering when it was going to get some real heat from the people being depicted here. Um, and it finally happened. So Kareem... Uh, wrote a whole article about it early last week, talking about all how everything is fake and makes him look like an asshole, but also makes everyone else look like an asshole, and that's just not true. Um, although, if you've gone further in the show, you see the characters have nuance to them. They're sometimes depicted horribly, but sometimes it shows that you know. Cream doesn't look like that big of a turd. Like yeah. he's kind of a dick at the beginning about his orange juice. Yeah, but. he's a complicated, complicated guy, and I think that is true. And same thing with. Jerry West is a very troubled person who's had his issues. Um, he's still a, a great basketball player and a great executive and all this stuff. Um, so Kareem wrote this article and then a day later uh, drops. Jerry West is suing HBO. He's demanding a retraction, which is that's something usually affiliated with like newspapers. Um, I don't know how you get a show to be retracted. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, pulling them and uh, coming next fall. Yeah, winning or, time <laughs> could never happen. Or it's, yeah, you you pull the show, or maybe you do like um, I think it was HBO that that people got mad that put like um had a guy talk about um Gone with the Wind for like a minute before. I think I it was know. them where it's like, well, this movie isn't racist, but there's a lot of racist words in there, and that's just a different time. So enjoy, and like people are, like was mad it Troy McClure. It. <laughs> yeah. It was something like that. I don't remember um, that at all. I don't think I've ever seen that. I, but it, it's something that happened. It, um, People so need maybe, to settle down. Like you watch any movie from 1996 and it's probably incredibly racist by today's yeah. standards. Like but a maybe movie from that. 2015 is probably off limits nowadays. So this show does have a disclaimer at the end saying that uh, this is um, elevated. It's not 100% accurate, but is inspired by real people. Uh, maybe before every episode, have a real person go out there and say, hey, how are you doing? Um, we just want to make sure you know that uh, this isn't 100% accurate, so um, don't worry about it. Um, yeah. But it, it does sound like there's not really a case here for Jerry West because free speech, right? Um, this kind of stuff is protected. You, you don't have to be 100% accurate as long as you're uh, clear that you're not saying this is 100% accurate and not presenting it as a documentary because um, – there's obviously there's stuff like parody that no one thinks that uh, what happens on Saturday Night Live is is them reporting the actual events, so um, they're never sued for it. Um, so that's a, that's a good thing. Um, but Jerry West says he will take it all the way to the Supreme Court if he has to. So 
He's a man of principle, Andy. <laughs> Good luck. Um, although I, I do think it'd be nice if someone there did like say like, we're sorry. And like Jerry West is a great man or something. And then maybe propose like that. They make the NBA logo him or something like that. Yeah. Some sort of wild idea. Yeah. Um, did Larry Bird have anything to say? He probably is not paying attention. I don't know. I liked his character. He was fun. I still haven't gotten to there yet. So a couple weeks behind, but I see he's on there in the next episode. So yeah, um, that I was originally know. supposed to be Bo Burnham. Yeah, yeah, he that's right. Dropped out. So it's kind of I don't know. I'm going to watch it, but I'm not enjoying it like I want to enjoy it. I want the basketball. Yeah. I want a little bit of the side stories. I don't really care about those. I want the basketball. I like I like that side of things. Treat it like a, a history book of basketball. John Adams, make yeah. it that uh, version of basketball. I think they knew they had to do something more for general. Of course, audiences, because but... most people, not everyone watches yeah. basketball. But mm-hmm. I doubt most people who don't like basketball are watching this. I think people who are basketball people are watching this. Yeah, My but... mom would not watch this. But they might pick up nope. some people on the on the fringes there. Four percent. Okay, four percent better than zero percent. I'll talk about it. like ninety people, Andy. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Shall we move on from that uh, and talk about the? My phone wrote Axis Asari movie, <laughs> uh, Aziz Ansari movie, suspended yeah. indefinitely for Bill Murray. This is this is a bad for. A lot of reasons, because we just don't know all the information yet. But this sounded really cool. Aziz Ansari making his directorial debut. Um, yeah, this is who it sucks for the most. With, I believe he's still starring in it, along with Seth Rogen and Bill Murray. It's like, what a, what a get. Like, that's pretty cool. I'm really, I'd be really interested to see this movie. Uh, but it came out last week that, oh, the movie is being suspended while um, there's an investigation about uh, inappropriate actions. So the two bigger names attached to this movie are Aziz himself, who had his own issue. It was a really stupid issue, but it's still something that people remember. Like, oh, didn't Aziz Ansari have something? Um, And then Seth Rogen, who has never done anything himself, but has had to answer for James Franco over and over. So it's like, oh, this 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 sucks. Like, um, but then I saw like some people talking about it, like, like, this is probably Bill Murray. Like, here's the secret on Bill Murray is he's just he's just kind of a dick to everyone. and um. It's probably something he did. How um, old is he? You know, he's 72-ish. Yeah. He's eccentric. And he grew up being famous in, you know, 80s and 90s where, you know, by today's standards, everything you would have done back then would have gotten you shit canned and shipped off to, you know, Ukraine. What do yeah. you expect is going to happen? So he probably said hi to a girl and then said, I like your shoes. Yeah, we don't we don't know what it is right now, but it was, I guess, serious enough for them to say this is suspended. But they didn't like say we're firing him and going on or nothing of that right now. Um, but yeah, Bill Murray is such a popular figure that it's that is going to be a interesting battle. Whatever it comes out to be, um, is Bill Murray uncancelable and that well, he is so well liked that people will be like, fuck this, I don't care. I'm going to say this um, now. It, you basically can't cancel him because he kind of cancels himself. Yeah, he does what he wants. Exactly. Um, like you only see him in Wes Anderson movies and then these kinds of things sporadically here and there every, you know, five, six years. He's getting up there in age, too. He's going to stop 
being as active, if you can even say he was active lately. Yeah. Like, well, he's still in enough things. Um, and still like part of the consciousness. I mean, he wasn't very much in, in Ghostbusters, but he was in Ghostbusters. Like, yeah. Which is coming out to stars uh, next okay. month, under a month yeah. from now. So it's, it's, it's something, but um, it kind of reminds me, I and mean, we don't know what it is, but it reminds me of the situation with um, Jeff Garland, who was fired from the Goldbergs. And he basically is like, I wasn't really doing anything, but it was just people didn't like the way I made jokes. I made inappropriate jokes. And he had a, he had a number of complaints and eventually was just like, all right, we don't need you, but this is this is Bill Murray. Like I think if he was just making Garland, if he was just making inappropriate jokes during a movie that's you know going to take a month to shoot or something. I don't think it would come to like suspending the whole movie. So um, now I did hear. Yet. We don't know what it is yet. I did hear on a podcast this morning. Um, oh, uh, Richard Dreyfus's son was talking about on what yeah. about Bob? You know, this probably breaks your heart. <laughs> I don't care. He threw a fit because he wanted like an extra day off or something. And uh, basically, I guess at the end of that filming, they had to have bodyguards to pull each other off of each other. Richard Dreyfus, yeah. Bill Murray, uh, after every take. That adds to the you know the effect of the show. Like yeah, he works. hated Bill Murray <laughs> that movie, so it's perfect. It's method acting. It's great. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're all like everyone knows way too much. Like we don't need to know. Like all of these actors are perverted people in one way or another. Like they're all do drugs. They're all terrible people. Not all of them, but all of them yeah. in, in, in one way or another. So we we shouldn't be so in their yeah your lives. Like Mark Ruffalo is just an incredible activist and all around incredible human being. Shitty actor. And <laughs> be all the other things. I would never believe any negative story about him. Are there not, or are you? What? I'm joking because I know how much you dislike him. Oh, I wasn't sure if like he was yeah. a huge douche in real life or something. No. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the real victim here is Aziz Ansari because he was like halfway canceled because he asked someone out or something like that's so sad. Like he got canceled for that. I think it was something like that. And he, uh, uh, he's, he's he just asked for a blowjob, so it was like, all right. And she's like, no. And he's like, all right. All right, from a on. waitress or was no, he on no, an actual out, date on a date in his apartment so and she's like no nah, i don't think so and he's like eh, all right all right well i guess we're done um, and that like why did we even know about that the person wrote about it she didn't try she tried to write that it as person like a journal. should be canceled well she probably was she tried to write it as like a journal of like okay well you keep your journal here's to my experience as a person who dated someone who's famous Ugh. and then we didn't go anywhere because i wasn't feeling it and then it was over it's like all right that was a cool well, story you could make it yeah. that she's racist because Aziz Ansari is Indian, I think. Yeah. Oh, he's he's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, he's I mean, hopefully this movie comes out because if it doesn't come out, oh, he'll never direct again. He might maybe not just, even star in anything. again. Uh, maybe just replace him with someone less controversial, like an Alec Baldwin or something. Right. Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll continue to stay on top of this. I mean, this is yeah. fairly new news uh, at this point. And I, I've, I've enjoyed Aziz Ansari and Seth Rogen having to work together a ton, but they have a couple times in my life, and I've enjoyed it. So um, when Seth Rogen accused him of blowing up the Chick-fil-A and um, observe and report, that's hilarious. 
Um, and then he was uh, in um, Funny People together. They're both I don't remember uh, that either. Both stand-up comedians. I like Funny People. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's move on. Andy, please tell me you're not going to go see this movie, Hot Wheels. You know what? I, I can go see movies for free with that pass, so you can't count me out. Um, they, they've lost all ideas or creativity. I don't even... What is a Hot Wheels movie? Is it just cars? Do you do you hire yeah, exactly like uh, these things talking? Like, or is it you hire a Vin Diesel type to drive a car? Um, I don't know. Like, is what, it going to be what, a cartoon? I, I I don't know the details on it. Other than J.J. Abrams is going to produce, and it's like J.J. Come on, like I know yeah. you're not like an artist. You're a movie man, but With you're better really than this. interesting hair. <laughs> you're better than this. I don't know. Um, um, remember when they made um battleship yeah it's like, no one wants this and no one wanted it so yeah i every now and then i'm like hmm should i give it a shot i see it on hbo max all the time well i think liam neeson's in it it's yeah like, exactly interesting like, mm, you know but any story is good if it's true. liam neeson's playing an american naval captain <laughs> yeah well to quote um uh hemingway any story is good if it's true but yeah not that story and probably not hot wheels yeah, I just unless it's a total parody, which I mean, there's that there's this Margot Robbie's Barbie movie coming out next year, which looks to be just a total like joke of a of a movie, a comedy. But it's like, but someone's already doing it, so you can't do the same thing and have it be funny. Um, I don't know. You can write the same story nine times over, so why not just do that? Yeah, and I'm already picturing like. Sylvester Sloan will be in it or something. Just be like the old veteran. It's like driven. Yeah. Yeah. He's already, he was in, he's already in car movies. So just, he'll be convincing like the younger guy, a Chris Pratt ish guy to not drive the hot wheels fast or something. So he's a Lego guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, (laughs) maybe if there's a loop, maybe he do the loop. Oh, there's gotta be a loop. Those loops were cool, but yeah. All right. Yeah, we got uh, more car news. We got more yeah, car news. Speaking of car news, and this movie might have a loop too. Uh, Fast 10 is now Fast X after the iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Vin Diesel is super excited to everyone. Like, look, we got a name. It's Fast X. And it's like, so, yeah, I don't know about that guy. I saw that little picture and I didn't notice it said Fast somewhere. I just saw, I saw the X and I was like, you fucking kidding? It's just called 10? Yeah. How are we supposed to know what movie this is? I guess how many movies have 10 of them? Well, literally, a movie called X came out this year, so that would be confusing. But that's true. But I didn't. I don't know. I didn't stare at the thing. I was like, "Oh, that's Vin Diesel's dumb head." So that's the only or option. You see X, and you see his bald head, and you're like, "Vin Diesel's Professor Xavier now." That's fucking yeah. wild. It's a prequel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I wasn't too excited about this movie, anyways. Um, the name was stupid, but now even worse news. Uh, the director has quit just a few days into shooting. So I don't know if they've already got everyone ready to, to go, uh, but they are, um, from what I saw, suspending um, the primary production. They're still going to film. You know, you can film stuff without the stars in it, the little little shots and stuff. Um, so they said that'll go forward. But right now they don't. They're, they have no director. So this is uh, Justin Lin, who's directed a number of these movies, starting with Tokyo Drift, but I think he's directed the last couple at least. I think they're just like, we're just going to let you finish them all out because um, you're the only one who can stand make these movies still. 
Um, but he has quit and you don't just quit the three days into shooting uh, if you have minor disagreements. So, well, my guess is he got sick of, you know, every day, a new pallet of white tank tops getting delivered to Vin Diesel on set. Yeah. The and old, the fact the that he budget, probably yeah. never leaves his car. Like he drives his car to his dressing room. He showers in his car and he actually is like wanting to become Owen Wilson in the movie cars. Yeah, that would be uh, ideal. It'd be a good way to get uh, escape from the bad guys that way as if you're always yeah. a car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Halfway to a Transformers movie meets mm-hmm. cars. Or Hot Wheels. Yeah. Also starring Vin Diesel. Just cross it over. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know how many of these I've seen. Um, I think I really stopped watching after the Tokyo Drift one, which yeah, coincidentally no, had never uh, Brad seen... Taylor from uh, Home Improvement. Yeah. I've never seen anything, anything past the original ones. So I count that as the last original one. There was one I saw where he had to crash his car on purpose so that he could catapult out of it to save Mm -hmm. his girlfriend in midair. And then the cars, regardless of how hard they are out of, you know, made out of metal and all of that, they're safe. So if you land on a car, any mile an hour speed from any height, you're safe. Or if, if they hit the street, that probably hurt, but they were safe because they landed on a car. Uh, and it was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. He probably um, already did like an experimental um, thing with him trying to in- inject car DNA into his DNA yeah. to become a hybrid car. Uh, okay, that was I did not go for that pun. <laughs> <Chris. laughs> that was that was not what I was trying to say. Andy with the jokes. <laughs> that is not what I was trying to say. But uh, you know what I'm saying—a hybrid human slash car—and um, therefore he would be able to withstand any sort of car collisions because it's yeah, but then blood. do you have to get oil changes and rotate your tires yeah probably um who's to say he's not doing that already he's a method actor now how many of these do they make or is this the last one no i think i think what's even dumber is i think there's one after this called fast 10 part two. Oh boy um unless i'm just crazy but this is not the last one there's supposed to be one more oh <sighs> It's like, you know, bonds are at least fun and they've also been coming out since like 1966 and uh, they're on, you know, 24 or whatever. But, you know, that's a fun story. And this is, well, now we're we're no longer street racers. We're we're in the FBI and now we're working for the cartel and now we're working with the CIA. Like what? You guys all started, uh, you know, doing street racing in downtown LA. Now we're working with the Avengers. We're not allowed to stay. Yeah. Hell of a promotion. Um, Yeah. That's crazy. But you did give me an idea here with the James Bond thing. Just let the franchise keep going. But you recast Vin Diesel every time. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Chris Pratt as Vin Diesel. You're on a Chris Pratt kick here. Well, he's the most famous actor in the world. So you're getting ready for Jurassic World. Yeah, I think think that's what it is. It's just on the mind. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that'll be uh, coming out at some point. Maybe not as early. Uh, I don't even know when it's due out next year. It just says 2023 on here. But uh, might be uh, in for a delay if Justin Lin is out. Vin Diesel's going over to his house right now. Like, come on. We're family. 
He's hanging out with The Rock, Justin Lin. It's like, yeah. Oh, you betrayed me. Murders him. Jason Momoa is my new best friend. You got to go meet him. He replaced him. All right, ridiculous. Andy, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony. That is T O N Y to pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This thing works for the dog's current collar or harness. And uh, head over to thecliplessleash.com right now. The Clipless Leash and plug in promo code Tony. 65% off. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, Andy. How many things do you have? Five. Oh my God. I have three. Okay. No, four. I haven't I haven't had like seven in a while. Some I know. I just always have to say, oh my God. Yeah. All right. Well, let me do two right here. That works. Um, I watched a uh, Paul Verhoeven double feature. So uh, I bought RoboCop on 4K, new special edition that came out this month. Very nice. Uh, nice little box out with a little booklet and stuff. Pretty cool. Love uh, that movie as a kid. Yeah, RoboCop's just incredible. And it's it's so funny. And like I watched it pretty recently, but it's just like it's an action movie, but it it's really a comedy. And it's just so many ridiculous things like a guy holding people hostage and he wants them to give him a car and he's like, I might get eight miles a gallon. And it's just like talking about random shit like that in this movie about a cop trying to kill drug dealers and criminals. Um, it's just such a great movie. <laughs> uh, and this included the, the director's cut, which is like, what's the difference? And it's like, Oh, you know, the scene where the, uh, the big robot like kills the guy in the board meeting on the accident. And it's like, well, that one goes yeah. on for about 10 seconds longer and you see the guy get shot more. It's like, Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Worth it. Um, yeah. Um, but that reminded me that, um, uh, the director of RoboCop, uh, Paul Verhoeven, a Dutch director, um, he put out a movie last year. Uh, he's, he basically left Hollywood after he made hollow man. So a long time ago, and he's only done French language movies. Interesting. Um, so he put one out last year called Benedetta, and it is on uh, Hulu right now. So it is a French language movie, and it is uh, it's pretty weird. It is a uh, about nuns and um, maybe demons. I, it's strange to, to say. Um, I believe it's it's set in Italy, so it's it's in French, but it's you know Italy during the 1600s, and you know they got to worry about the plague and um, just a strange movie that's. Well done, um, but you know the French. The French are weird, so um, I think that's write that down. <laughs> that's like this movie was probably like pretty normal to them. They're probably like, yeah, yeah. It's all this all makes perfect sense to us um, that there's a um, a Jesus dildo and stuff like that. Um, Whoa! <laughs> it's like yeah, that's just that's just our everyday life where this is way too shocking to American audiences. But um, I think it's I'm going to try to from Dexter in it. I, I don't know anyone other than um, the Merovingian from um, the Matrix. Do you remember that weird oh. guy they talked to? No, but Charlotte Rampling, <laughs> isn't she in? Oh, right. Yeah, she was from, she was in Dune recently in, in a bunch of things. But yeah, she was the, the head of the uh, convent there. But, but yeah, wasn't well, she in Dexter? 
Yeah, she was. Dr. Evelyn yeah. Vogel. She's been in a lot of things. She's a real working actress. Um, but yeah, I like seeing the plague and shit like that in the 16th century. I like they, they did a good job on making it look real. Because I think all those things just already exist. Like it's really easy to just stumble upon old buildings that are authentic. Yeah. Whereas like in America, we'd have to actually like build that. There's like, yeah, we're just going to film here. And it's like this, this church was built 4,000 years ago. Very interesting. Okay. Well, very fun. Uh, So you want me to go? Yeah. I watched over two parts from 2022, the Batman on HBO max. Andy, I enjoyed it. Um, it's darker a lot more. I don't know. I kind of have a hard time now, like watching movies that are like so serious and like kind of a way where you can make fun of it. Um, I feel like I want to blame when I used to watch South Park. I feel like Cartman would have done something like this, <laughs> but uh, it's fun. It's good. Uh, the music is, is enjoyable in there. Uh, uh, Paul Dano. Terrific. Also John Turturro. Terrific. Uh, it's very long and uh, it looks like they set up the Joker for a sequel. And uh, everyone's pretty excited about Barry Kogan. And the big question is, is he going to be the Joker? Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah, they're definitely going to make a sequel to this. <laughs> yeah, it did, it did fairly well at the theater yeah. and uh, fairly well on uh, their streaming as well. So, Yeah, a good amount of people saved it, uh, knowing that it would be here soon. And um, I hope they their TV it looks good on their TV still. Um, don't watch this in the daylight because it's very dark. No. So, yeah, I, I mean, I when I talk about this movie, it's everything is like one light source in one color for the most part. It's very everything else is in darkness. And I thought that was really cool and everything. When did you um, split it up? Uh, where's the natural break? Tuesday point? and Wednesday. And I have no idea where I just <laughs> was like, oh, we're an hour and something in. It's the middle of someone's sentence. All right. Yeah. Okay. I've had enough of that for the night. I don't know. I I just know I completed it. Uh, no, it was right when he got captured, uh, knocked out, and wakes up in the police station. Okay. That's the perfect time. I was thinking about that. I was like, where would be the good time? And I was like, I think that would be the good, like, part one. Did it just have, seemed like, a- like enough had like gone on just then that it was going to settle down for a while. I was like, yeah. Oh, I don't think it did after. Let's call it. Yeah. So, I like that. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. Um, the car scene was um, pretty spectacular. Yes. Very um, real feeling action versus like aliens. Indeed. Very, very much so. Um, I do still think, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if anything will ever compare for me versus the Nolan stuff, but I also love that you really get like, they have the time. What it was it? Eight hours, seven hours worth of Batman with, with them between the three movies. Uh, maybe not that much, but you really get to see everything. You you understand his armor. You understand how everything is built and made. And this one, you just kind of have to hit the ground running. Like yeah. what all is on is he halfway looks like, uh, you know, Iron Man's villain in the first one played by, uh, Tom, uh, Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges, <laughs> Tom Bridges. <laughs> uh, like you don't know what all the stuff on him does. Cause there's not time to tell it. And there was no Morgan Freeman. 
And no Morgan Freeman. Yeah, no Lucius Fox. I wonder if they will introduce that as a character later, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you like Batman, you might as well watch it. No reason not to. Yeah, and everyone likes Batman. Who out there is like, actually, Batman sucks? I want to know. I don't know. I like Batman. Yeah. All right, uh, you want to go again, or you want me to go again? I'll, I'll take another one here. Uh, I, I watched something on Netflix that was good, because Netflix can still have some good stuff. Um, I'm sure a lot of people went right by this and skipped it, though. Um, it is called Apollo 10 and a Half. It is a animated movie. Um, you would think it's a kid's movie, and it's definitely suitable to kids, but I think this is not, it's not Shrek, I'll tell you that. Um, it's from Richard Linklater, who did Boyhood and Days Confused and a bunch of other good stuff. And um, he's always been very experimental with the way he's telling stories. Um, and this is very different. There's not really a narrative. Like it's supposed to be about this kid growing up in the 60s. And um, he's contacted by NASA to actually help him test out the stuff before they actually do the real Apollo missions. So it's like a fantasy. It's pretty clearly like it's in, in his head. He's living this fantasy of like training for the Apollo missions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like almost like a documentary um, or like, you know, like in the wonder years where it's like, there's a narrator. Um, this whole, whole movie is basically a narrator and it's not really stories. He's just like listing things off. Um, the narrator's Jack Black in this movie. Um, but it's, I said it's more like a documentary. It's just really interesting of like presenting, well, this is what life was like for an eight-year-old kid in 1968. I'm just going over like, and then we played baseball. And uh, if you collected trash, they'd give you a snow cone. Um, And it's just like, that sounds really boring, but it's actually like fascinating to be like, this is basically uh, the director basically doing a journal of his childhood. (laughs) Um, And the, the animation that they use is really, Interesting. He's done it a couple times before. Um, a Scanner Darkly was a movie he did that I thought was really cool with like Keanu Reeves and Robert Downey Jr. Um, also, the Charles Schwab commercials. Remember they did this where it's like real people, but like animated over it. Kind um, of. It's creepy looking. So it's like it is animated, but like a lot of this stuff, especially featuring like the human actors, is like they actually shot it, like the actors acting, and then you animate over it. Um, so it's not like a Pixar movie or something, but um, yeah, just an interesting movie, something very, very different um, that just completely gets buried on Netflix. Cause it's weird. It's like, I, I, why that's one of the decisions. Why would Netflix like pay to make this movie? Cause there really isn't that much of an audience for it. I don't know. I don't know how to even market it, but um, I'm glad I watched it. Cause um, I thought it was cool. I mean, this is like the era that, my parents grew up in. So my parents would have been like teenagers in 1968, but it's like, I feel like it's pretty authentic. Um, it's like, here's the, here's the TV shows we watched. It's like, Oh, okay. I, I like that kind of stuff. I like watching the, the CNN stuff about the sixties, you know, that kind of stuff. So, but it's not really a narrative. <laughs> it just, here's things that happen narrated by Jack Black. Yeah. I don't know if I'll get to it, but I want to watch Apollo 13 soon. So. <laughs> yeah. It's close. It is uh, close. It's uh, two and a half numbers behind. Yeah. All right. You ready for my next one? Yeah. 
I watched again from 2022 and again on HBO Max. Kenneth Branagh is Hercule Perrault. And uh, that is, of course, Death on the Nile. It's a remake from a, a previous, uh, I think from like the 50s this was made or somewhere around there. And uh, he's on vacation and he's one of the great investigators of uh, France or Belgium, somewhere that speaks French. And uh, he has to investigate the murder of a young Harris. And it's a classic whodunit. And uh, Annette Benning in here, Russell Brand with short hair, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's, it's enjoyable. Uh, it also has, and you know, that's funny. He's not on here. <laughs> Army Hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He is not in the credits at all, but he's not like a secret. There he is all the way <laughs> down here. I guess it okay that they're just doing it weird because Gal Gadot is way down there also, um, but yeah. So there's a a murder and uh, you got to figure out who who happened to do it, and then uh, another murder, and you, you're trying to help figure it out. You're on a, a little river cruise boat. Um, can tell it wasn't the biggest budget. Majority of this is supposed to be in Egypt on the Nile, and uh, a lot of green screen going on. Uh, when they see the pyramids and all that. And uh, I mean, it doesn't take away from the movie, but you like some more realistic looking stuff, I suppose. Um, Somehow the budget was still $90 million. Interesting. You got to pay for Army Hammer. He's got some. Yeah, that's true. Some interest. Uh, So here's an upsetting uh, number here. Opening weekend, opening weekend was just under $13 million and uh, worldwide gross 137 million. So, I don't know how many more movies Kenneth Branagh is going to get to make. You know him from uh, Tenet fame. He was the villain. He's in uh, Dunkirk. He's great. He's very good in this role, too. He's fun. Um, It's not the greatest movie. It's a good murder mystery. Well, I think he might have won an Oscar this year, so I think he'll be fine. Oh, yeah. He had his his other movie this year, which we'll watch eventually. um, Was it Belfast? Um, did he win an Oscar for that? I have to look. And he's nominated. Um, oh, I didn't know if he directed more things or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he had two movies. Well, I guess this movie, this movie was made a while ago, I think. Yeah, I'm sure it was sat on because of yeah, the Army Hammer. Army yeah. Hammer thing, like, let's, you know, let it go. But, but yeah, I mean, Belfast was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Screenplay and all this stuff. I don't think it won anything. But, so yeah. here's some funny thing that I just remembered. Uh there's some scenes where army hammer is uh he's engaged and then he's married and <laughs> he's basically trying to eat the lady like it's pretty weird because it's like hmm, yeah interesting <laughs> sure that didn't you know sit well with uh with people watching they couldn't cut that <laughs> couldn't i don't know different tank yeah um, i can confirm ken's brand did win for best screenplay so he won well, that's uh, nice screenplay, not director. Yeah, but it's 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 an award. You know, you'll sell that. I mean, Matt yeah, Damon's but... never won an Academy Award for acting, right? But he still calls himself an Academy Award winner. I also don't know if that's true if Matt Damon hasn't won, but I do know it's true that Matt Damon has won for best screenplay. So, well, I was saying more so that he might not be directing another movie just because oh. this one kind of bombed. Well, everything's bombed. Well, that's true. We'll we'll get get to that oh, next, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, it's on HBO Max if you're looking for a murder mystery from uh, years past. 
and not not mm-hmm. old movie, but the movie takes pa- place in the past. Yeah. Did you ever watch the the first one? No, I've not. I feel like I've heard like six people watch this one that have never seen the first one, which is like, I wonder that that should be on like Disney or something, right? I don't know. I figured it would be on HBO Max. Because well, this Turner, is a, it's a Disney movie. Death on the Nile. Mm-hmm. Legally, it's on HBO Max. Yeah, because they had a deal. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no idea. Yeah, it's a Fox. It's a Fox movie or 20th century movie. So, oh, this is 1978, the original. That was way off. You can watch it free on IMDb TV. The original one? Yes. From 1970, okay. Be interesting. Assuming this is the original. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the first one, okay, so the first one in this series, The Murder on the Orient Express, that came out in 2017. I have that on my queue to watch as yeah. well. It's got Willem Dafoe and Penelope Cruz. Um, Johnny Depp? Who's that again? I don't know. Interesting. Um, it's a cool idea. Just have a bunch of actors and someone killed someone. Yeah. Just keep doing it, which, I mean, I guess that's what knives out as well. Exactly. <laughs> Just keep doing it. All right. You got another one? Yeah. So I watched uh, two movies in the movie theater. So did you end up watching a movie in the theater like you said you would? I sure did. Okay. Then we could talk about it. Uh, but the first one uh, that I watched is The Northman. He did it. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, a new movie from Robert Eggers, who did The Witch and um, The Lighthouse. So two very small indie horror thriller, whatever you want to call them, weird ass movies. Uh, But The Northman is um, a big budget studio movie. It's not A24. I think the budget ended up being 90 million dollars. This big um, Viking movie. It is the story uh, that is basically Hamlet. So Hamlet was inspired by the story of Amleth. So Shakespeare's like, I'm just going to take one letter and move it to the front and make Hamlet. But it is the, um, we all know the story. We all have seen Lion King, um, the son, the prince, um, the, the uncle kills the king and the prince. They try to kill him, but he escapes. And then years later grows up to seek revenge. So that is the story of the Northmen as well. That's the original um, the story of Amleth is the original that they all of this has been based on. Um, but there's some real incredible stuff here. Um, it is all real and weird. Um, you got Willem Dafoe as, um, since we all know Lion King, I'd say he's the Rafiki role. I think that's the best way to describe it. <laughs> um, so kind of like an advisor to the uh, king in the beginning, who's played by Ethan Hawke. Um, And it's some weird shit. And um, it's way less weird than his previous movies. Um, But for a bigger budget movie, still plenty weird. Um, Because there's there's still some like magic and mysticism to it. But also some just real gritty violence. So when um, Amleth grows up, he's played by Alexander Skarsgård. So perfect guy to play a Viking. Um, And he just looks huge he looks horrifying he wears like a wolf skin and he's just part of this like viking group and they just destroy people and it's some pretty thrilling action um kind of establishing where he is as a character now uh so i think it's really really well made really intense uh just loud drums almost throughout the entire movie and just really violent um i think it's really cool 
but uh, it only made like $12 million. So again, this is a budget of $90 million. This movie is wow. not going to uh, make back its money. Uh, this young director who people are really excited about gets his chance at a big budget movie and it doesn't do well. And that, what does that mean for his future? He's probably going to go back to just making a 24 movies. No one's going to give him $90 million again, um, which I think is a shame. Cause I think this isn't, this isn't so weird that no one would like it. Um, it's got good intense action scenes. Um, and it is a understandable story. It is not like, oh, I have no idea what's going on. It's like, it's pretty clear, uh, a revenge story. Um, but I think the reality is people don't want to see non franchise films because this is like you said, the death on the Nile made around the same amount of money. Um, Michael Bay's ambulance made around the same amount of money. These kinds of movies that aren't tied to Marvel or something just don't, they don't do well. It's upsetting. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, go see this. Um, it's not that long. It probably could have been shorter, but it's not the Batman. I think it's like two hours and 10 minutes or something. Um, you probably could have cut some stuff here, but um, you don't want to miss Willem Dafoe. I mean, he's introduced um, holding like a stick next to his, uh, under his legs, pretending it's a dick. And it's like, that's hilarious. Classic Willem Dafoe. You know? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so The Northman. Interesting movie. All right. And then was your last movie uh, Unbearable Way to Madison Town? Yes. So I also saw this this weekend. So Well, let me get one uh, documentary out of the way. Okay. I watched on Netflix the John Wayne Gacy documentary. Mm, okay. Now, this is for Tony out there. Uh, this, I believe, is a three-parter. I think it just came out and it kind of just follows this guy in, uh, you know, Eastern area outside of Chicago called Des Plains, which just mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. It should be called the plane or something. Des Plains, the first McDonald's. Interesting. Very familiar with it. Uh, but yeah, disturbing, uh, had, you know, over 20 bodies of boys under his house in his crawl space that he buried and then in his garage like oh my god uh so yeah that's one thing you can watch a a good amount of those kinds of things on uh netflix are murder documentaries and uh yeah he's one of the more gruesome ones and oh woof yeah this is netflix's specialty isn't it (laughs) Yeah, I think those are, you know, pretty straightforward to to make and uh probably have, you know, repeat business, you know, bounce from one of them to another one. We watched the Cecil Hotel thing a while ago. Yeah, but they seem to have one of these every 6 months, it feels like. Oh, yeah. we have a lot of serial killers mm-hmm. in yeah. this uh not as much anymore. I mean, no, we got them. We got them. They couldn't identify bodies back then because they didn't have technology. Other police departments didn't talk to other police departments. And it's like, pfft. now it's mm-hmm. almost like Minority Report where you're caught before you even do it. Yeah, definitely. That's why I haven't done any serial killing yet. It's very good. It's not Andy. worth it. It's not worth yeah. it. <laughs> I retract that statement. Oh, <laughs> not true. boy. If anyone's oh, listening. So you have. <laughs> no, I, I uh, damn it. <laughs> We're gonna have to edit that out, but yeah, you can watch that on there. I don't. I it's just probably type in John Wayne Gacy, which also what a what a letdown. Like 
the start of that name is John Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks for the real John Wayne, but you know. It happens. That, it happens. But yeah. All right, you ready to talk about the unbearable weight of massive talent? Yes. Which yes. did not even eight million dollars. So yeah, that's the other part of that box office. It did even worse. So um I mean I saw it in a sold out show. But again, yeah. movie theaters only hold 26, 27 people now. Yeah, similar with um so I saw the Northman at ten thirty at night and um it wasn't completely packed, but it was pretty full. People were excited to go see this movie, but I feel like nobody sees movies in like Alabama or something. Because, yeah, I mean, this Unbearable Weight of Mass Talent was pretty much sold out when I saw it. Um, I also have to tell you about my experience here. Um, we were next to a dog. I don't, oh know if you ever, I don't know if you ever had that, but we were sitting down. In the theater. And I thought this guy was, like, pulling a wagon. I'm like, what's going on? And then I look, and it's just like a full-on golden retriever. Um, oh, it's a fun dog to be next to. Yeah. Him. So uh, sitting next to my dad, um, so I didn't pet the dog you're not allowed to pet those dogs either a service dog for a reason well, this is what they have to put the patch yeah, on he's yeah. not actually a service dog uh, i think this one was I, I don't know what what that even really means anymore um the guy gets anxiety yeah. if he's out away was, from his it dog was a lady, so it was a lady uh, with it but um she wasn't blind i'll tell you that so it wasn't a seeing eye dog because um yeah but um here's uh, something maybe not surprising to you we watched the entire movie um, my dad didn't even know the dog was there. I was like, he said when we were leaving, he's like, what? And I was like, you didn't see the dog like walk in front of you or sit next to you. The dog was literally sitting next to you for he's like, I thought that was you that hours. licked my knee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the dog was well behaved. It was only like one time it like moved <laughs> and like knocked the seat, but otherwise huh. it just sat there. But I was like, well, that's a first. Yeah. Uh, pretty incredible here. I um, didn't have that in mind. Yeah. Shows you the power of Nicolas Cage that gets people out yeah. to the theater. Yeah. Hopefully they bought that yeah. extra ticket. Yeah. Um, um, I enjoyed it. I, I liked that the movie was kind of self-aware. I liked that they also kind of titled the theme of each section before it happened when they were like, oh, you know, I want a, a nice action movie or I, I want, you know, a more uh, sincere movie, uh, you know, where the family can connect and this and that. And then that all happened. It, it was a fun movie. My wife liked the first 50%. She thought the second half with the action was too much and not necessary. Yeah, and it wasn't like great, but it was a lower budget. So it's kind of more about the joke there. But um, yeah, it's it's very enjoyable. My disappointment is that I saw the trailer for this so many times that I think a lot of these jokes uh, weren't as funny to me, especially because I've seen like multiple versions of the trailer. Because they mm-hmm. just they play there's I should I should not go to the movies um, on time. I, I try to go and not miss the trailers, but it's hard to like get that right timing. Um, That's a good point. I was thinking you're just sitting at home like replay. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> no, um, but like with this movie, the first trailer I was sold immediately. But the first trailer did spoil one of the, the best jokes, which my whole theater just like died laughing at this point, and I'm like. Yeah, but that was in the trailer. You guys, knew, you didn't see that coming. Like the was the uh, the joke where he's first meeting him. Oh yeah. Like, now uh, Javi isn't going to want me to do this. And when Pedro Pascal is like, "I'm Javi," the theater was like, ah, ha, 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 and I was like, I was like, 
guys, I've seen this 30 times now. That's in every single trailer. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, it is very, it is, the it is very funny. But then I realized, like, yeah, people probably didn't see them like me. My wife not seen a single yeah. trailer for And it. then also the, the wall um, sequence. Yeah. It's like, if you'd not see, known that was happening going in, I could see that being, being incredible. But it's like, again, I saw it 30 times already. And it's like, oh. So that's a lesson to me. Uh, but yeah. there's plenty of stuff not in the trailers that um, still really good. But, um, oh, it's it's fun. It's definitely watchable. If you're a Nick Cage fan, even in the slightest, it's uh, worthwhile. I love the opening. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. watching. Is it Con Air, right? Yeah. They're wonderful. Just yeah. wonderful. My sister was like, what's what's the bunny about? And I was like, oh, God. Dear God. Like, it's Connor. She's like, I, I've seen Connor, but I don't remember the bunny. It's like, oh, man, that's like the most important plot. plot yeah. like, I don't. Also, when he goes into the uh, shrine room and he's like, that's a lovely string of pearls. Yeah. <laughs> the I VX just, gas. Just watch that. Yeah. Um, I, w- I would have liked to spend more time in that. Hopefully there's like a some special feature. Yeah, um, I think they could have really gone back to the well a couple yeah. more times for those jokes is because it, that's what 90% of those people were there for. Yeah. Is, it, is this the chainsaw from Mandy? And it's like well, the axe from Mandy is way cooler and you just ignored it. It's just like, what? That's, that's just a chainsaw. The axe was welded by the dude from Predator made this for you and it's one of the coolest ridiculous looking things and you just didn't even acknowledge it so so i feel bad for everyone in the theater who didn't get a full explanation of that yeah Um, well i also realized i've got to watch some more uh nick cage things yeah so i never saw mandy but that's in this new string of movies that i have never seen shy uh pig um but i did want to watch like uh where is the bodyguard of Guarding Tess or whatever. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that one. And I asked my dad. He's like, "Yeah, those. That was a pretty good movie." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> he has to protect the like old first lady. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I don't remember the last time I saw Face Off. So I was like, I don't remember much of Face Off other than I watched John Travolta like six years ago. Probably. Yeah. He's very. He's the criminal side, so he's kind yeah. of Wesley Snipes from whatever that movie. Demolition but then he's Man, not the criminal. But then, yeah, then he's not. Uh, it, yeah, it's bad, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's fun. Yeah, I mean, people like it, so. Yeah, it's his most known movie, which is surprising. I don't think that's. I don't know. Uh, According to IMDb, it. they have it first. Really? Okay. Also, there were no references to leaving Las Vegas. No, um, I'm sure there were. If you um, really looked into it, yeah. Although I, I did see something that said the, it's like oh he jumps in the pool, and drinks the beer. Oh, you know what? He that probably I is. Like that was in there. So the other one. Yeah. Um, so there's probably a lot of little things you miss out on. Yeah, that'd be a fun one to go back and look at the trivia as it gets added mm-hmm. on IMDb. But yeah, just in that that museum room there, probably a lot of things. Yeah. But go see it. It only made eight million dollars. Come on. Yeah, up that number. Pedro Pascal is really great in this. Uh, it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Very small uh, roles for the comedy people. Yeah, I was almost like, why do you even have him in there? I guess, I guess for a couple of good scenes, but yeah, yeah. Never seen Crudes too. I'm 41 <laughs> years old. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else to add? No. 
We had a good, we had right. a long one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've been listening to episode 268 of the Tony Sick Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off Road Andy. Yes, thank you. We'll see you later.